Hello everyone, this is Pastor Michelle again. I'm here from Shades of Grace with words of inspiration tonight. And what we've been doing, and of course sometimes people view these out of sequence, but right now I'm doing a little sequence, a little series. I started a week ago and started on the topic of resiliency with my group on my Zoom group on Wednesday morning. And we talked about some general properties of resiliency and then I talked about the types of resiliency because you might be resilient in one area and not another or multiple areas or all the areas whatever and the breakdown that generally seems to be accepted um, in all the readings and experiences that I've had there's physical resilience mental resilience emotional resilience and social resilience and I'm adding spiritual resilience to this because we are a faith-based um, program and I want to be faith-based in my representation of this as well. So I'll be doing a spiritual component towards the end of this. So, so last week we did general overview of resilience and physical resilience. And I shared um, I shared a paragraph that I want to reshare again today because I think it's really important. Sometimes people have a misconception that if you're a resilient person, if you're a take charge person, if you're a, um, an active kind of type A personality or whatever, that you don't or that you experience less distress, maybe less anxiety, less grief than other people do. And that is not true. That is not true. People with resilience still experience distress and grief and anxiety. But instead, they use coping skills or strategies that they've developed to handle difficult situations in a way that promotes and fosters strength and growth and they often emerge stronger. So there's the difference. It's not that they don't experience grief or experience distress or still have anger or pain or any of the adverse emotional reactions to trauma or to unexpected changes in your life or challenges or any of the things that we talk about in um, our grief support group. It's not that you don't experience those things, you still will, but you're able to keep functioning at a level where you can move forward. So instead of falling into despair or perhaps hiding away from the issues or using unhealthy coping strategies or uh, developing unhealthy habits. Resilient people usually hit, face their challenges head on. That would be a difference also. So you might want to do a little inventory and you might want to give yourself a little check for this one because the fact that you're already tuning in and watching and viewing this video says that there's a level of resiliency there. You want to learn something beyond your current experience that will that will help you through whatever challenge, whatever life challenge that you're facing right now, whatever uncertainty, whatever 
crisis, whatever setback, whatever it may be, that you have made the first step. So give yourself a little check for that, a little check mark. You've, you've actually reached out to try to learn something, to um, look at your situation differently, to get some support. Um, there's a number of ways, you know, to say this because you're in a difficult situation and you want to be able to bounce back from this difficult event that you're going through, whether it be like a loss of a loved one or any other losses or any other uh, challenging, life-changing situations. So for today, for our mental resiliency, and I may go back to some things that we talked about last week also, but um, people that show mental resiliency have the ability to adapt and to change. I'm sorry, but I misprinted something. They have the ability to change in uncertainties, to make some changes, to make some adaptations they generally are able to have strategies that allow them to be flexible and calm during times of crisis. They are excellent at solving problems and being able to move forward and they remain hopeful even when they're facing setbacks. There's always some hope in their outlook on how things can be adapted or changed or calmed or just managed. So I thought about managing uncertainties and problems. Okay, so when you're going through a journey through grief, which this is kind of a, the, the program generally follows the Zoom and follows our discussion on Zoom. So a lot of first time grief experiences, uh, when there are certain anniversaries that come up, when um, just those, there's so many firsts after there's a loss that you can ask the Lord for wisdom and guidance and he's promised us the, the comforter, the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us and to lead us in those things that we have no understanding about. And a lot of these experiences are first and we don't know how to handle them, but God does. And so for mental resiliency, that would be an important step to turn to the Lord, to rely on the Holy Spirit, to recognize that things are out of control temporarily, um, your reality has changed, and the Bible has some very specific truths that you can uh, set your mind on. A lot of this has to do with aligning your heart and your mind. Our hearts wanna think one way, but our mind knows that um, the Bible tells us certain truths about our situation. And one of those is in 1 Corinthians 2, verse 16. It's as plain as can be. It says, I have the mind of Christ. We have been given the mind of Christ, and in Philippians 4.13, we're reminded that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So if we can adapt that mindset, if you will, that we have, we have Jesus' mindset, 
and we're able to do all things through him, that that should set us on a, a right course to be able to develop some kind of flexibility and some kind of calmness and some kind of problem-solving skills that will allow us to walk through these setbacks and that's all mental exercise so I have a kind of a little survey but I'm not going to do that until the next uh, the next video it's a series of 10 statements that talk about what resilient people do and what they don't do and I'll probably put that on the next words of inspiration so that you can kind of do a mental assessment of yourself. You can actually take a look at how you handle life and how you handle situations and get an idea of how mentally resilient you really are. And I will do that in the next video. That will be um, next week. So for today, I'd like to look at something else. I'd like to look at a couple of other verses. Now we know we have the mind of Christ and the Bible tells us we can do all things through Christ. So there isn't anything that we're going to be facing that we can't accomplish one way or another. So um, if we can embrace some of these Bible verses, we'll be able to begin to align, align our heart and our mind to be flexible, to think more calmly in crises and to be able to face setbacks with hope. Proverbs 23, seven says it like this. It says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So to look at that in the other, in the other sense, it would be like if we're, oh, I'll never be able to do this. I don't know how I'm ever gonna manage what will I ever do? I have no purpose. My life is over. Um, everything, everything is, you know, gone. What, whatever those statements are, okay? That's how you're thinking in your heart. And that's how you're going to act out your life. And God wants so much more from us and, and has so much more for us than that when we're going through losses. He wants us to be able to recognize that we can, in fact, go on and still have purpose and still follow his leading and guiding and be able to solve problems and be able to come out victorious. Another way to think of that verse in Proverbs, it says, what a man thinks is what he really is. So I guess I, I would ask you a question. What, what do you want moving forward? Do you want a life that God can fill with blessing and with goodness and with purpose to be able to reach out to others. Bible says that we're comforted with a comfort that we can then comfort others with. So even in that, in grief, we have a purpose to comfort others as they walk through their journey through grief. Our expression here at Shades is that we all walk each other home. And that's in any aspect of our life. When we see a friend, a neighbor, a relative, someone in need, we walk them home. We walk them through these situations. So as we're thinking, as our mind is embracing the Word of God, and our mind is thinking about what does the Bible actually say that I have available to myself, that's who I really am. That's who I'm really going to be. And if our thoughts are all negative and pessimistic and uh, in despair and looking hopeless and all that, that's how we're going to 
live out our day today. And that's not what God intends for us at all. He intends for us to be able to manage these things with the help of his Holy Spirit, with his word, with others walking alongside us. So Philippians 4 verses 6 through 8, I think covers just about everything that we would find in um, in wanting some assurance and some solid footing in the Word of God to stand on to build mental resiliency. It starts out by saying, do, do not be anxious for anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Because we know He hears us and He knows that He desires to answer, answer our concerns and answer our prayers. So not to worry about these things, not to be anxious about these things, but to put those anxious thoughts and anxious feelings and worries in His hands so that He can answer those requests for us. He can lead us and He can guide us. The next portion of that scripture says, it's a promise, the peace of God that transcends all understanding, anything that the world could possibly give us, will guard our heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Okay, so we're talking again about aligning our heart, what I think and how I feel is who I am, and aligning that with how I'm thinking and what I'm doing and acting, that mental resiliency, how am I acting, how am I moving forward? We're going to have the peace of God that transcends everything that the world could possibly give us. And it'll guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So we will be able to draw upon the peace of God for those situations where we need to be flexible and we need to be calm. We've got the Holy Spirit living within us and right with us, walking us through this. And then it goes on to say, whatever is true and noble and right, and pure and lovely and admirable think on these things so these would be steps that you could take to build your mental resiliency think on things that are true the Word of God is true Jesus said you know I am the way the truth and the life so his word is true so focus on true focus on things that are honorable and noble and honest and and right and pure and lovely and of, of good reputation that are admirable think on these things these are things that build your mental resiliency and then it says whatever you've learned you see we're learning we're ever learning about these things we're learning from the word of god we're learning from the things that we share in the group together our other experiences how we're walking each other home whatever we've received the things that we've taken in and embraced and allowed them to be part of our behaviors and our attitudes and our outlook on life and what we've heard the things that you're hearing in the message the things that you're hearing from other folks that are in on a grief journey the things that you're hearing from the word of god practice these things put these things into practice and again the grand overriding promise of this is that the God of peace will be with you you see and one of the one of the the uh, characteristics of mental resiliency is flexibility and calm peace that passes understanding 
during times of crisis. So I hope with some of these verses, and I'll repeat the, the verse references so you can look these up again, I'm hoping that you can see the connection. You see, the Bible tells us we have the mind of Christ in 1 Corinthians 2, verse 16. So if we have the mind of Christ and we have the Holy Spirit living within us to lead us and guide us, to comfort us in our losses, that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And that's Philippians 4.13. And keep in mind Philippians 4, 6 through 8, not to be anxious, to pray, be thankful, to let the peace that God gives us to guard your heart and your mind, to be able to keep your mind thinking about those things that are true and right and noble and honest and admirable and um, and pure and and learn how to execute those in your behaviors and in your thought patterns and in your actions and in your speech and in your attitudes and if some of your attitudes don't line up with that let the holy spirit make those adjustments for you to to have those things line up together so that they can all be put into practice and then you'll have the peace of God walking with you and, and comforting you and allowing you to move forward. And it may be minute by minute. These things don't happen in leaps and bounds. Our grief journey happens minute by minute sometimes. And then you notice that an hour goes by and maybe you didn't think about something and then maybe a day goes by or half a day and then a day there's a gradual building it's it's just a, a gradual step-by-step -step process so be kind to yourself be uh, easy on yourself let your thoughts drift towards these things in the Word of God so that you know that there's hope, you know that there's promises, you know that there's a way to manage your grief, there's a godly way to grieve and a godly way to walk, walk out through setbacks and crises and uncertainties and that God is with you and as you do these things your heart and your mind will become more in alignment with each other and what you're thinking will be what you really are. It'll be those things that you really want to be. And God will allow you to be able to do all things through Christ because that's where your strength comes from. So I hope this is helpful. Um, just remember that it, ta it takes, it does take some time, um, but you just do these things a little bit at a time. Just build upon, build upon, build upon and stay in touch with folks that are in your support system, whether it be a group or whether it be family or friends or neighbors, your church group, um, wherever your support group is found, that, um, and, and journal and share these things, and um, you will see that you'll develop a mental sense of resiliency. So thank you for listening tonight. Uh, we're available. I'm available through Shades of Grace. You can call the church office and leave your name and phone number. I'd love to have you join the Zoom group on Wednesday at 10 a.m. in the morning. Um, and we do meet in person one month, uh, excuse me, one, one day a month. We're starting to meet on the first Wednesday of the month in person. You can call and get that information. 
from the church as well. And um, you don't have to be part of the Zoom group to meet up with us in person, but we'd like to um, we'd like to include you. We'd like to offer our uh, support to anyone that's interested. So thank you for joining tonight. Next week we'll be talking about emotional resiliency and there'll start to be some overlap. Um, and if you have questions or you need someone to talk to, please call us at the church office. So we thank you for viewing again, viewing and being part of this shows that you're already making steps towards resiliency and you're reaching out and looking for support. So continue in that and God will be ever present with you. So thank you and God bless. Good evening.